Hey guys, it's the Fosters After Show and After Buzz TV. Tonight, we're breaking down season four premiere called Potential Energy, so stay tuned. Destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, hello. It is the Fosters After Show on After Buzz TV, and it is so good to see everybody. Hi! Oh man, the full panel is back again for season four. We're talking about episode one today, and here to help us do it is Anna Grace Barlow. Hi! Hello! Anna Grace plays Zoe, of course. Thanks for being here. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Oh man, of course. What a big episode to have you join us on. Um, Some could say that Zoe kicked into action by hiding notes, but we'll get to that point. A lot of blame. Um, I mean, we would be remiss without mentioning that this is on the heels of Orlando, as the show uh, mentioned at the beginning. Um, I don't know if it hit a little too close to home. They handled it beautifully, but it just feels like a lot. How did everybody feel about that? Just timing, like good and bad timing. Like watching it, I was like, obviously they didn't know when they did this first episode that this all was going to happen. So the timing of that is crazy. And I think they handled it well doing like an intro kind of thing on it but um oh i thought it was handled so well it's just it's like so soon oh yeah Mm -hmm. and then they can't you know like delay it because this is having such big effects on the entire season i'm guessing um i think it's just so timely with orlando and then we had the vote for uh gun control today Mm -hmm. or yesterday in the senate and then none of them passed it's it's crazy and it's a bizarre point in time for the fosters to be dealing with it right now by coincidence. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy that no one was hurt. So then yes, the exactly. issue was Yet. brought up lightly and everyone could understand it. It yeah. wouldn't, for those who would affect, you know, a little more closer to home, at least it wasn't where they had to see something really bad happen. It was yeah. just kind of taken under control. It showed, the, it showed like the terrifying nature of right. an, bringing a gun around without anybody actually being hurt. So mm-hmm. it just showed how terrifying that can still be without any physical right. harm still. Yeah, I agree. I think that while we don't know yet if someone will be hurt in the next episode, while they kicked it off without is a very nice good choice lucky. that I'm happy about. Um, we're going to get all into this. Let's do some quick intros. <laughs> we know yeah. you know us from last season, but we'll do it anyways. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and I tweet from Jeff Masters one I'm Hannah Pritchard, and I tweet from at the Hotshot Dude. I'm Jillian Leff. I tweet from at Jillian Leff. And I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. And as always, we love to see your comments on YouTube and iTunes, on Twitter. You can rate, comment, subscribe, and Jillian is going to be on Twitter tonight. You can tweet using the hashtag ABTVFosters. Is that correct, yes. Jillian? I will do yes. my darndest. The internet is a little bit of a struggle city right now, but... That's just because all of you are tweeting me, so thank you. (laughs) My Twitter has this, like... It's crazy right now, so keep going. Oh, my God. I'll read what I can see. Yeah, mm-hmm. do the best you can, baby. It's okay. <laughs> it's a supportive <laughs> show. You, We're taking care of you. It's Thank totally you. fine. Thank you. Um, well, I forgot that the cliffhanger of last season ended with Nick in the car and we saw the gun. Mm-hmm. It's just such a massive thing to end on. And so for them to then kick off season four right at that moment... Like seeing it continue, you. We were talking about how there were no deaths so far. Did anybody have any doubts or worries? Because I was wondering, you know, so often in these circumstances, people don't make it out alive, especially mm-hmm. the shooter. Did that cross anybody's mind, or do you guys think that Nick will be okay? 
I was afraid that he was going to hurt himself. Yeah. Like, eventually. Just to have something be done, just so that someone would get riled up. If yeah. it wasn't him hurting Matt or Mariana, then he would hurt himself. I mean, like you said, we, there's still something that's going to happen next episode. It hasn't been resolved completely. Yeah. So we don't know. Hopefully it doesn't get too bad. But he looked a hot mess, the way he was sweating. Like, you could just yeah. see his anxiety and nerves and... Yikes. Yeah. I had a couple people actually reach out to me. Some people that watched The Fosters, some people that, um, you know, sort of heard about it because it was a trending topic on Facebook even before the weekend started. Um, it was like on Friday people were talking about it, and then today and yesterday people were talking about it. And a lot of them actually said the same thing, which is they feel like this episode should be played in schools because mm-hmm. of how accurately yeah. it depicted the situation. And I have to commend the actor that plays Nick because for him to take on such a role like that, you know, we know that Nick is a complex character, obviously. You know, we see that he has a a complex relationship with his father and we don't know a lot of his motives behind things, but he's definitely a people pleaser. And now we're seeing what it's like when he doesn't get his way or he feels betrayed. And he just did an excellent job of sort of Playing the line, you know, when he interacted with Jesus, and yeah. he was like, and when Jesus took away his backpack, yeah, by we were accident. all nervous, laughing at my house. We we're like, oh my gosh, and the way he reacted yeah. to it. And, <laughs> and, and you know, I was talking about the uh, finale of last season, how it ended with the gun. Yeah. And you know, as far as we know, he could have shut that and drawn away, and exactly. this never would have happened. Yeah. But what was that read through like for season one or season four? Um, I on the funnier side of that, it was uh, Jordan who plays Matt at the end of last season. None of us really knew what was going to happen. There were some rumors about, is there going to be a school shooting or is this going to be something else? There were rumors that it was going to be, Nick was going to get drunk because he was upset about seeing Matt and Mariana together and he was going to get into his car and get into an accident mm-hmm. and then forget that she had broken up with him. There was this big like rumor oh. that she was going to break up with him and then like he was going to get in this accident. Oh, forget. so there's rumors within there's the rumors cast and within crew. There's rumors within the cast about what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like us. Exactly. <laughs> so at the end, like whenever we did find out that it was going to be like a school shooting kind of episode, I remember Jordan was like, they're going to kill me off. I just know. He would hate me for practicing my Australian accent here, but yes. So that was really all we knew was that. It, it was kind of, the read-through was solemn in that people were like, this is a big deal. This episode is yeah. going to be big and really scary and... Yeah. So, and then during the shooting of it, you were in the classroom yeah. with everybody. Was the weight of that during shooting there, or was it kind of like was there levity? Since these are long days, and that's a long time to like deal with these like heavy emotions. It was. It was there because really? of how, because of how like everything had to be so fast, and we were like, we have to like get all these things up on the like create a barricade. But they only show part of it. But we did the whole thing from like everybody. Okay, start the lockdown, and so we would get up and we would every time close the blinds and do all these things and create this barricade every time. Mm-hmm. So it was really easy to go there because you actually felt like somebody was outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's just yeah. like a sense sure. of urgency. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is crazy. It's intense. Yeah. Oh, it's and then uh, did you? So you, I guess, at the read through, then found out that it's continuing on to the next episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is. Uh, I, mean, I mean, obviously, we don't want spoilers, and you can't give them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Contractually, but um, what's the title? Do you know what the title is? I saw it somewhere. I didn't. Because um, 
Because if I if I knew what the title was, maybe I'd be able to say it. Um, <laughs> everybody on Twitter, tell us the title. Yeah, Should right away. So that I'm like, wait, I like haven't even looked at my phone. I'm like too into this conversation right now. So like, I apologize, guys. I can't it's tell you. I'm not safe. in the next one. It's called what? It's called safe. Safe. Okay, then I can't tell you anything. Was there not a second? Was there not a, was well, there not a second word? It. That's Marissa in the booth. Was there not a second word, or is it just safe? Just safe. Oh, I thought I read like safe house or safe home. I guess not. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you, Marissa. <laughs> safe. That's the most like vague thing ever. Yeah. yeah. And is that supposed to be right. like? Are you contradictory safe because she's not? like not safe? He's in the house. Like I'm yeah. confused by that. Mm. Yeah. Did we talk? Uh, did they talk to you like behind the scenes or like in the script? Like anything deleted about why Zoe took the note, or was it purely just like honestly? Bench? I was told I didn't take the note. Oh really? Mm-hmm. What? So I don't know. Wait, did we never see you Wait, take the note? No, no. Nick Whoa, saw no. the Nick saw the note. You see Nick see the note. Yeah, so you don't know. You think Nick took but it. But didn't we see her? Didn't we see but you, you looking at the also, backpack? Yes. Like, by the backpack? You saw me buy the backpack. So we don't know who took the note. <laughs> Do you know who no, took the note? No, I remember I you made some type of face, actually. <laughs> yeah. That, and that Girl, was, and I remember because I was really like, angry at you. Yeah, exactly, because I was like, did I, t- I asked somebody, I was like, did I take the note? And they were like... I don't think so. And I was but like, play it like you did to exactly. confuse us. Yeah. So rude. I was like, right. it could go either way. What does it matter? Do you not know, remember what she said to Mariana in the in front of the mirror? Like, oh, well, what, what were you saying? That line? You're just trying to like rub it in her face. Yeah. Well, she was like, I, we had or we're having sex oh, or we yeah. had sex, and it just really brought us like so much so much closer, closer together. I would have been like, <gasps> like he would never dump somebody he slept with. Like he just wouldn't do that. Anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs> I know that that was so. I was oh my so God. mad at you. I've been lying to everybody. I said said that you were taking the note. I'm so sorry. Wait, so then are we going to find out then? Is it going to be like a big kind of like reveal thing? Because they let us. I don't know if they'll address it. It's going to be like serial seven three. Who took the note? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, we know for sure that Nick did because he saw it and read it. I guess it has to be Nick. I mean, I, I wonder if Nick will actually say, "Well, I actually read what was inside the note," because right. Uh, Sierra. Mariana said, uh, you know, he wrote me a note and I didn't get it for whatever reason. Oh, she, yeah. No, yeah. I, no, Nick did take it and read it. I just yeah. remember that you, I think your character saw that happen. Mm-hmm. So you were just trying to... I made it look like maybe it could I, like You like were just herring. still trying to get her further away from the situation. Yeah. You were trying to manipulate oh. everything. And then Nick did by uh, taking the note. That's but, interesting. Um, Miss, uh, so Brittany Alyssa said, Nick took the note and burned it at the warehouse. Yeah. Was that what he started the fire with? I, I like listen. Yeah. I feel like I should have probably watched the finale, the finale of, of three, but, but I was yeah. just so excited for this. Like I knew that he was the one with the note, obviously, and read it and started the fire with it. But I thought it's because somebody gave it to him. I thought it was because no, he, he gave it. To he him. watched. He took it. He watched Matt put the note in Mariana's backpack and, and then saw he it happen, and then it. he took it. Yes. Okay, um, we will never know. <laughs> we will never know. Um, <laughs> I got one laugh. Thank you. Yeah, you can come back next week. <laughs> yes, Thank you. Got it. Please. Um, I thought it was so interesting that everyone is picking up on these context clues that Nick is not okay. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus asked him, are you doing it fine? Matt even noticed something, speaks to Mariana. Mariana notices, and... No one can uh, suspect that this will lead to somebody with a gun at school. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was so interesting that Mariana is the one that spoke up and actually said something. Everybody has this hunch and he says he's okay, let's ignore it. And Mariana told uh, Lena in the office, you know, I don't think something's like yeah. okay. Uh, you know what perfect example there and I was I meant to tell you both yesterday but we were too into the show. Someone tweeted me and I forget who it was. I think it was Lisette, but it was so funny cuz she's like yeah the part where he's like surrounding her like a vulture. She was like there's a shark, girl, get out. Get out. <laughs> but 
That's the thing, though. I think I would have felt the same way if Nick, who normally is just trying to make sure that his EQ is on point with Mariana and wants to be sweet to her and wants to sit next to her and speak to her rather than, you know, surround her the way that he did. Like, he, of course, she had to say something. That was really scary. Thank you for that callback to EQ. I forgot it. What is, I forget what that is. It's like emotional emotional intelligence. His emotional intelligence because he wasn't, you know, that's how he felt for Mariana. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, we talked about EQ for an entire episode. Was I not here that day? Maybe. You were in the show, though. That was a good excuse. But, but yeah, but the scene with Nick and Mariana outside, the like the, the camera work and the Oof. direction of that scene was terrifying. I mean, with his him walk circling. was heavy. When you yeah. could see the, yeah. Yeah. the gun, and then they zoomed back, and you see like the whole thing of a vantage point, and it's like it was just like the anticipation, knowing mm-hmm. that someone is on screen and has a gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I kept thinking he was gonna blow his butt off. Oh, I did. When he laid back on that bed and that gun was in his back, yeah. I was like, "Buddy, you better have like some sort of safety." I was on like, that "At least untuck that... your shirt and right? put it on so nobody can see." Exactly, it. because who was walking around school with the gun literally in? The, his, I was like, "One's planning is... to do something. One who's emotionally Ooh, God, unstable." He was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was the direction of the episode was really great. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Rob Morrow directed yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So. We it was very gun focused the mm-hmm. the actual visuals yeah and, and that's what I liked about it so much and we saw so many different shots and it had a lot of emotion behind it mm-hmm. like not only did the circling that we had just talked about had a lot of emotion but I mean Anna Grace you said that you were watching with a big group of people yesterday mm-hmm. um, how did you guys feel when like the the toilet with her shoes when they panned up and showed that she was up there because we were all like <gasps> oh, right like we couldn't I even mean, handle it just like I, and it was actually just me and my boyfriend but we were freaking out <laughs> and it's the I was really just amazed at how incredible of an actress she is like yeah mm-hmm. and and since and I've been a big fan of the show forever and then I got to be on it so I was like. I'm a fan, and I made my way out of your show. <laughs> yeah. It's possible. But the whole time, I was just like, Sierra, how do you, how? Like, she's incredible. So, yeah. that that shot, I know what you're talking about, the pan up. Yeah. The camera just, work was just like, it, like, even, and we always talk about in this show, you know, we know, like, when the slow-mo is coming, yeah. that's something, there's going to be something emotional. We're yeah. going to cry our eyes out. And the way that they used slow motion in this episode wasn't corny, I yeah. thought. No, it was wonderful. I thought no, it no, fit. No, no. And? nothing happened the episode that made me say like well that wouldn't really happen right you know like she wouldn't just be hiding in the bathroom for no reason like that she's hiding in the bathroom because her life's at stake Mm -hmm. and she has no other option and that's actually pretty smart you know yeah yeah, please crouch yeah absolutely Um, and then for Tim the teacher not to let her in like that's that's protocol it is that's the other part that scared me. So there are other great shows on Freeform, like Pretty Little Liars, that things that happen where you're like, okay, but that wouldn't happen. Yeah, you know, the entire <laughs> series is Sorry, that way. And that's okay. But that's what I was. That's I was a fan of this episode entirely because it was just so real for being not an HBO or Showtime right. series. You yeah. know, this is on Freeform, and I was like, I couldn't breathe. And then how smart to have her not there for a lot of the episode because she is hiding, and so right. we don't know if something's wrong. Yes. If he has her, you know, we haven't seen Nick in the actual school with the gun. Has he taken her away? Uh, and it, even when the teacher said that she could be the shooter because potentially she could have been. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was doing everything right even though it's mind-numbing yeah. for us as viewers. Mm-hmm. And then during all this um, flashing, like, back to the beginning of the episode where Callie tells the moms 
that about her and Brandon. Oh yeah, I felt like oh, I forgot about that. I but know. Then, oh no. Then they had to sit in a room together after she was like, "By the way, Brandon, they know." And yeah, they were so sweet though, like were. taking care of everybody. Oh god, they were so good. Yeah, and going back to my point about this, like everything's everyone's being reasonable. I liked the complete disbelief in Lena's voice when she's asking, "Why do you think this would ad- affect the adoption?" Like, yeah. in her mind, there's no, like, doubt that this is my daughter. So, like, why are you still doubting that? And right. I just feel bad, like, um, for Callie, that it hasn't, like, sunk in yet. You know, I didn't know... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, but as, like, a viewer, when you're watching Callie deal with, like, the guilt of being with him, and, th- and it's such a big deal that she thinks she's not going to get adopted, we believe, like, she might not get adopted if they found out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then to hear that is... Yeah. yeah. But I was just going to say, that is so... Um, I didn't really notice that about Lena, but that's so that's so typically her to, yeah. to get uh, hurt by that. You know, she's also her just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, what do we have to do to let you know? Yeah, and their mind is blown by the no- finding out that they had slept together. And then she's also, like, able to put back that to say, like, no, you are our daughter. Like, that's mm-hmm. not the discussion. We're not yes. talking about that. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah, it blows my mind to see we're, we're third season B, right? Season four, three. No, we're four. in four. Oh, four A. Yeah. Wow. A lot of breaks, that's fine. Okay, so, okay, so we're 4A, but f- you can definitely see the chemistry with the cast now. I mean, even when when Brandon walks up to Lena, you know, no- nothing was said. He just knows that she knows, and he owes that to her. That's his mama, yeah. you know, like, to go up and say, sorry. Like, just everything and every I love you that was exchanged in that entire episode. I don't know why I just couldn't get enough of it. Oh, my God. I, I know. get enough. Um, question for Zoe. As a member of the cast, but more importantly, a fan... Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Bradley? Go. I mean, like I'm Bradley all the way. Good I, girl. I don't understand like why they can't just be together. She's pandering. Counter. Cut her mic off. Stop no. it. <laughs> it's not like they're they're not related. I mean, as soon as they're, they're not. As soon as they're both over eighteen, like you know. Anna, we accept you on the Bradley ship. <laughs> yeah. Are you not on the Bradley ship? Oh, it's it, everyone's heard it so many times. It's I, like a really I really like them. Oh my god, it's complicated. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Listen to Jillian. It's yeah. complicated because they are now legally siblings. Right. Living and even if they weren't they're living in the same house as siblings so if they were to couple up that would be dramatic because they live in the same home yeah so if brandon goes to live with his father or if they go to college right. um i want them to spend like a couple of years to like find themselves and be alone but then circle back sure right. well who knows I'll maybe he'll that. be removed Thank from you. the situation <laughs> but like think about it this way so the way that we were left with brandon last season was he spent his like savings on buying courtney an apartment because she got kicked out <laughs> So, like, is he going to go live with Courtney? We don't know. I know Jeff is, like, really anti-Courtney. Why are there rumors that Brand is going to live with Courtney? People are tweeting me. It's like... Like, he bought her a bungalow. Yeah. A really cute one. A really cute one. He just really wants to play daddy, like... Um, Wait, is that something that people are saying is hypothetical, or have we seen, like, synopses that are like, when Brandon moves in with her? I don't like to spoil that much. People tweet me things. (laughs) I don't know if they're true or not. I'm not going reach. I'm not retweeting them. I'm not participating in the conversation, but I'm taking it all in. I'm (laughs) angry. Uh, I can't talk about Courtney. Well, we don't have to because she wasn't in this episode. Good. We're moving on. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Me neither. Um, Courtney, I'm just kidding. What? Without you. Wait, back to it being realistic. I was going to ask you guys what you thought because I noticed, and I'm not sure if anybody else noticed, but the police officers who came into the rooms to evacuate the rooms were not super friendly. 
They, they weren't to be comforting. Have to be st- they weren't, we're the police, you're okay. You know what I mean? It was like, hands on your head. It's like he could be in any room, which I guess might be how they would handle That's it. That's what I was saying, that mm-hmm. when Jeff said the same thing, like, why do? The, why is this so dramatic? Why are all their hands? Because they, a lot of the shooters hide and, yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're a student, you wouldn't they're tell the difference. They, hide, yeah. they have to blend in, and that's the first thing that you would do to try to hide yourself. Mm-hmm. And they have to, it's one of those things where they can't be like, everything's going to be okay because they need the kids to know how urgent this is. Mm-hmm. I so think, if I'm serious, yeah. then I'll project that you'll yeah. be serious. I think, too, if people are in a state of shock, which you would be, that the, like, hey, guys, come with they us, we're it. pleased. Yeah. yeah, you need the shock to shock them out of it. Like, the, hey, you're coming with us, yeah. it's safe, but don't, don't dilly dolly. Yeah, yes, don't dilly dolly. You know? <laughs> don't your bag we're leaving yeah. <laughs> mom's outside go yes. you know it's hard. it's hard because when I um, I don't know if you guys remember but there was like a shooting that kind of hit close to our home in San Bernardino yes, um, yeah. a couple yeah. of months ago or maybe it hasn't been a year yet but um, after that at work we had to watch a mass shooting safety video and it was very, it looked very similar to what the Fosters had sort of played out on camera, which I commend them for that because obviously they did their research. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important because I think sometimes, you know, we aren't taught these things. And it reminded me, well, actually today there's like this really like viral thing going around and I'll post it on my Twitter after the show, but... Um, It was this little girl. She probably was maybe five years old, four or five years old, maybe six. And she was standing on her toilet in the bathroom. And the mom walked in and started laughing immediately. And she was like, why? Like, oh, my God, honey. And she was going to send a picture to her husband because, like, she was standing on the toilet. It was adorable. And the little girl said, I'm practicing for when there's a shooter. And they learned it in kindergarten. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And that just, like... like if she if she had to hide, like, yeah. exactly what and Sierra she, did? Yeah, and she was standing on the toilet with her hands braced on either wall. And this is just... This is a real situation. We are, we are dealing with this now. And, oh you know, I'm sure that you guys are going to see it on, like, GMA tomorrow and all these things. But this was right before I left work today. Wow. And it's just... This is so timely, and this is so important, and I feel like the creators and writers of the show did an amazing job, and regardless of what happened with the characters, you know, that was sort of just a bonus for me. Mm -hmm. You know, we got to see the little relationship connections, we got to see, you know, the little Emma and Jesus, and all these little, like, vignettes, but within this larger story that I feel like is going to have a really great impact. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. So I I'll, I'll post it after, but it was like really, it was just chilling. This little little girl. That's devastating that yes. how normalized it's become. Right. And mm-hmm. how they're preparing for it just like another day. You know, but at the end of the day, I think it's become where, you know, if we can't do anything about the gun situation, and, you know, you and I had a discussion about how, to be perfectly honest, we'd like to familiarize ourselves with a gun should something happen. And it's one of those things where it's just better to be aware. It's better to, to have the knowledge so that we don't go into panic. So that we just know what to do, because wow, that's impressive. Well, what the I, little girl, what hands thought, on both sides—that's un- unbelievable. Also, like, I mean, we didn't touch on it yet. And I'm, I'm sure we're about to head there, but the substitute teacher that oh, that oh, carried yeah. one. Oh my was god, was he a sub? Was yeah, he, yeah. He was. And, and yeah, and we don't know why he had it, like for protection or other reasons. But right. um, it's, I mean, this hits so close to home for me. Uh, just like the Orlando shooting does, because these are our safe spaces, mm-hmm. and you know, ever no. It, these are safe places from the rest of the world and then it just makes if 
they take this away like where is there for us right and that's schools for young kids that's gay bars for gay people mm-hmm. um it's unfortunately real and i think my discomfort in the that i mentioned earlier in our after show it's i think that's okay to feel that way Mm -hmm. and it's just sad that like uh, the show is dealing with this because it's a part of normal life you know i would love like a world where they wouldn't even have to do this where they would pitch this idea in the writer's room and the writers would say that's so extreme like we can't deal with that and if we made people watch that Mm -hmm. it would have really just free people out like let's not even touch that Mm mm-hmm and that's very sad to me. Right, yeah. I will say, though, that the show being, since there's a police officer as the mom and there's a principal, the fact that they're able to get that perspective on a sh- school shooting is, I think, very rare on a TV show. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. wouldn't be following a police officer around during a school shooting. We're watching right. the kids. Right. I didn't see the Glee episode where they did it, but we're getting Steph's reaction. We're getting Lena's. We're seeing the message on the stuff, like checking roll yeah. call. Yeah. These are perspectives that I think the Fosters are able to do in an organic way mm-hmm. because of their jobs. Right. Yeah. I think it's phenomenal. I think so, too. I really liked Callie taking charge. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was a really important moment for her because, you know, we've seen her recently. She's had a lot of things going on. You know, we saw her at the end. She finally got adopted last season. You know, she... But but then she had this... Her mind has been crazy. And for her to put everything aside, even after reading all of those message board things about... Brandon and her. On Foster Found, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, putting that aside and being like, I'm still going to be the same nurturing person and I'm going to help where I can help. And she sort of kept the level head. And her and her and Brandon, I mean, it was it was a great moment um, to see two people, two young people, react in that way when mm. their teacher was sort of just... It, it was just complete disarray. Reading a handbook about you know, what are you supposed to do? Well, and I thought that was interesting, too, because I've never thought about that with substitute teachers, is they're not briefed in any way on how to handle situations like that, which oh, I, I, that think they, was I think they would be. I think they would be. Yes. Yeah, are they? So, absolutely. Yeah, because you have to go through harassment training. You have, no? Sorry, my sister's sitting in the room. She's an elementary school teacher. They're That's not why I looked at her. You have to put in your sub plans. You have to put in your oh, sub wow. plans. <laughs> wow. Oh, That's man. crazy. Well, I pulled up the script because I remembered, this is probably illegal, but I remembered a part, like a line where he explains why he has a gun, mm-hmm. and I don't, I didn't hear it when I watched it last mm-hmm. night, so maybe it just got cut, but he says, um, at the spot's like, place the weapon on the ground, he says, I, I just heard about this shooting at another school, and I got my permit, and, and then one of the SWAT says, and you almost got yourself killed. Oh, he, I hear. I remember him saying, huh. "You almost got like you idiot. You almost got yourself killed." Yeah, I heard, yeah, that. I heard that, that too. Right. But I didn't hear that line, which explains yeah. why he had the gun. So. Well, that's. I mean, okay, so wow. that's understandable. I guess it's just for his own safety. But at the same time, clearly he wasn't able to handle trauma the right. way that Kelly yeah. and Brandon were. But I thought that was an interesting and good thing for the show to do, which they're always thinking of everything. I feel like when they touch on any topic, yeah. but for them to have a substitute teacher there, which. They don't know things. It was. I thought it was really smart for them to do that. So to make audiences aware that that's an issue that we should address in yeah. itself in right. schools. Again, preparation. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, the commentary th- on it's all. Po- it's like everyone's like talking about what we're talking about, yeah. continuing yeah. the conversation online. Um, just kind of talking about how stupid it was that he would bring a gun to school and 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 yet. It's like when he explains that there was another school shooting and, like, I got my permit. Then you you almost sympathize with him. It's just yeah. perspective. It's yeah. like, uh, and somebody just brought this up to me, but it's like when the mother is freaking out and Steph is like, my oh. kids are in there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, 
stop. Yeah. Please, We're yeah. all scared, you know? And it's like, in that situation, obviously, you have to put your... I mean, like, none of us here are mothers, but... Or fathers, but it's like, you know, what? Wh- how would you react in that situation? You hear of something going on. Like, the only time I could ever think about something like that was during 9-11 when I... Some people, some people's parents were taking them out of school, yeah. mm-hmm. and we didn't know why. And then when I got home, my mom was like, "I was trying to reach you. We were trying to get you out." And it's like, you, you don't know how you're going to react in that situation. So it was nice to see the other side of things, but also a reminder that you know Steph has a job to do, but also she needs to make sure that because yeah. really Mariana was the only one that was unaccounted for right. after yeah. all that. And we had the scene where Lena said, "I'm going to find her," and they're like, "You can't do that." Yeah, yeah. that was. Mm-hmm. The moms, like, got me this episode. They really... The kids, it was, like, a little... I mean, everyone was sort of in their own world, but the moms, it just, like, killed me. Well, Jesus, too, though, he freaked out for his twin. I know that. Right? Taylor, whom might not be watching, he teared up at the end when he like kind of broke through to go hug or he's like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's, oh your man oh my man oh my boyfriend Taylor Ta- yeah. I was just saying I'm like who's Taylor girl? I, was like, I, was, I was like are you glassy eyed he's like no yeah I that. think that the scene with Jesus and Emma uh, I mean off we caught them with the car they're, <laughs> they're teenagers but then the scenes of them sitting in the office when the shooter's going on and they're just talking about their relationship and the guy she used to date and like mm-hmm. what happened with them it, it was such like a nice beautiful just like honest moment mm-hmm. and it was a relieving part that like I think that, um, it was like a relief to have this nice moment amid the chaos and I think those things happen because like probably what they don't tell you about school shootings is that yes you're terrified but then at certain points you're kind of like bored yeah. I would say like you're you're like terrified you're like watching out for your life but if it's going on for hours it's just sitting down like these conversations would right. would happen and it was really lovely I thought mm-hmm. and yeah. it made me contrast this Jesus to the JT Austin Jesus and for that's the, weird me too right me too. because I cannot imagine old Jesus having that conversation oh with my- Emma and I exactly. have ne- I, I always liked Noah but this made me love Noah yeah, yeah. it made me so agree. thankful for I told this Noah, version I was like you made me remember why I love Jesus. Yeah. Because yeah. he's like a good brother and he's sweet. Yeah. Like his, some of the sweetness started to kind of go away towards the end of season two, I guess, to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Right. And so just, you know. I liked also the, I guess we would call in today's society a role of male-female role reversal. Mm-hmm. Because Emma's kind of like, hey, so like, I basically just banged you because I wanted to and <laughs> that's it. Like, I don't want anything. For, like, I got what I wanted. Okay? Is that Okay. <laughs> Like, Wait, that's did, exact- they, did they actually do it? I don't think they did. They didn't do it. They were about to. to but it. she was trying to say no, that. No, they did it. No, they did it. Guys, they, were, they did it. They were coming back. And I will tell you. What? No! Breaking news. Because breaking news. When, when the gun, she's like, get out of the car. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is kind of like a, like, a big this deal is, for skipping yeah. class. But it, in the script, and I only say this, like, I think it's so interesting to watch it after reading it so many times, is that it says their hair is all messed up. It looks like they've just had that. Yeah. Because they're coming back to the school, Jeffrey. Okay. Um, Maybe they're like they they're going to like buy a cigarette. Like, no, they were about to go and get it done. Maybe they were just making out while he was driving. Oh my no. god! But I appreciate. But I appreciate that because it kind of showed. Because like Jesus was sort of like posed as the player for so mm-hmm. long, and like he's like a womanizer, like getting these girls. Like he has a sweet side, but obviously we knew that he you know enjoyed the opposite sex and now it's like sweet little Emma I'm like oh my god yeah right Emma's been a gangster from the beginning (laughs) dude she looks so good she's such a G every time it's like 
Who writes what? your lines? I like. I just want to give that guy a hug because she. They make her so cool. Yeah, I, I, the the car thing freaked me out though because yeah. Nick gave him the car keys, and I'm wondering is he letting him borrow it because he is his bro and wants him to get with this girl, or is he letting him borrow it because he wasn't planning to like come back to ever need it again? Oh. And that's what I kind of freaks me out. Well, that and or also, to, like, what if he was safe. premeditating, you know, making sure that his tracks were covered, that it, they would be distracted by looking for his car and not looking for him? Yeah, that too. But, like, it's like it, he didn't need a getaway yeah. vehicle. Like, was he going to take his life? Another, like, car thing. Why did his dad have a gun in the trunk? Well, because his car, the car's always with his dad. It's less, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but. He, I don't know. But I'm from Alabama, and people from. go hunting, and they leave their guns in their car. Yeah, but so I, that's, but like, that's in, their, in their gun oh. thing. Yeah. He had it, a case. Just I know, but that's just it. like, I don't know. Personally, whenever I hear of someone that has a gun, usually they have it locked up somewhere in their house. Yeah. And to have it just, like, it's always in the car, I was kind of like, What's wait, the point of the gun, then? I was like, wait, what? I only thought it was weird because when they opened the trunk, it was literally the only thing yeah. in the trunk, like a dramatic pop. Yeah. That was the only moment that I was like, like, put a shoe uh, in there. Yeah. Or a gym bag. Gym bag. Yeah. Or, like, or like the water bottles you bought yesterday and didn't get out of your car. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't just say because I'm Jewish, I don't know anybody with a gun. We just don't play that game, you know? So, um. Touche, touche, touche. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm gonna argue with that. I thought it was interesting, though, that Steph is the one that was like, do you think he would be a, uh, like, harm to himself? Is that what we're thinking? Well, you know what's brilliant about the entire thing, too, is the, the, how they are trained to hear these little patterns, you know? Oh, something bad happened. Oh, Nick is missing. Okay, so then what's the next part? Like, I I thought, I'm like, wait, is it possible that they would have figured it out that quickly? Absolutely. Crazy. You know? Yeah, we have to talk about Jude the, the re- yeah, okay. and Taylor and Daria. Oh, my God. Yes, we do. Judy Corn. Okay, yeah. so on Twitter today, all right, girl. things got a little sassy. <laughs> I didn't answer anyone, but you know who you are. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all need to leave uh, my girl Jill alone. And it's like, I finally think this episode provided some closure for Jonner fans, or at least I hope, because yeah. it's like Jude reached out to him. You know, then he realized you know what, I don't need him. In that time of worry, he reached out because he needed to, you know, he needed to talk to him. He needed someone close. And then after the fact, when they were on the bus, and he was like, no, like, I just wanted to see what was up. You know, I think finally now, I at least hope that fans can accept that teenage relationships come and go. Mm -hmm. And although we loved the characters together at one point, you know, it's like they always leave a print on your heart. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yeah. those genre shippers, though. I know, and you know what, too? Like, we loved genre together. We talked oh about God, it all the yeah. time on the show. It was it's such an amazing time for television, for LGBTQ television. And for this character that we love. Exactly. Yes. Both of them, both of the boys, like, they sort of, they were trailblazers in this yeah. sense. And now we see a boy who is confused. Mm-hmm. He just needs to figure things out. Yeah. And if and if it's sort of, you know, bisexuality, obviously, it's something that we gender fluidity, we talk about it all the time. If that's what this is going to be, then that's what this is going to be. And I really think that Daria needs to... Back I up. get that she's... Back off. I get that she is, like, being a mama bear to her friend, friend. right? Because, yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think that the intentions are wrong because she was so hurt that Connor was gay. Yeah. Right. Yep. 
and now she's deflecting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. when then the shooting, the three of them are sitting next to each other, and Daria mm-hmm. is talking to Jude. Nobody's comforting, or Taylor's talking to Jude. Nobody's comforting Daria. Mm-hmm. She yeah. feels left out on this attention, be it yeah. romantic or not. Yeah. Um, I think that it's. I, I don't know that they're um, playing around with like sexual fluidity or not or gender fluidity. There was a time um, when he was like, I don't want any labels. I just want to just be me. And I'm like, I, I think amazing. that, and now they're kind of. Yeah, peer pressure is forcing a label on him so I hope yeah. he comes back around to this yes. and a lot of people are deal with like the, they don't want labels ever but yeah. a lot of people don't um, have firm labels on their road to figuring out their right. sexuality exactly. you know yeah. so often the LGBTQ Q's are queer but also it's for questioning mm-hmm. and you know there's not a label is it? For, yes <laughs> I love that so you know Judah at the moment is know. questioning <laughs> yeah that's yeah. wonderful. I and didn't know. I th- yeah, and I think it's amazing for a TV show to portray that. Yeah. And I while I like I mourn for the loss of genre, I'm excited to see where Jude goes in yeah. this yeah. Um, journey right. of his in questioning and figuring out his sexuality. And Jude's also a perfect example of someone who just loves. Yeah. He's yeah. literally just following like where his emotions are going and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. I just think it's so amazing to have Jude doing this because there's no timeline for the coming out process yeah. or for the figuring out process. You know, people go through this for years. Mm-hmm. So he started really young. Exactly. You know, he's not... Oh, nice and refreshing. Yeah. yeah. People don't come out of the closet and say, I'm great! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come out and say like, oh, this is nice. Let me keep trying this out. Right. And sometimes they go back in and come back out. It's okay. Sure. Um, actually, uh, at this is China here said, I hope fans can accept the whole genre stuff like they did with Noah, which I think is true. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, it's. Except what, what do you mean? Like, like accept the fact that. that switched the genre is over. Moved, yeah, that genre is over, moment. that there's a different Jesus. Like, right. there. Things happen. This is life. Things change. And it's, it's just. It's exciting to see Jude have relationships, whether they be friendships. We were really invested in the friendship that he had mm-hmm. oh, um, yeah. last season with Jack. Jack. You know? Don't get me started. Yeah. Right? Can they bring him back as a ghost? Like, I want him back. <laughs> Wrong show, baby. Wrong show. I know. Show. I was just going to say, you're not on the show. Oh, God. I forgot about Jack. No, I'm pissed. But I loved I him. Like, let's get some flashbacks. Something. Yeah. Oh. He was great. He did Give his part. Give him a spinoff. I but don't he, know. He oh, he's, I mean, he's dead, so I guess he, I can't. He, but, he yeah. helped Jude heal. Yeah. In, in that sense. Obviously, you know, he, he left an impact. I feel all these characters are leaving a, an impact on each other, and I think that's how it's supposed to be. You know, all of us here have friends that we don't talk to anymore, but they left some sort of impression on us. Oh, and girl, you're hitting the cord. Yeah? That's right. Part of growing up and, like, figuring out, like, oh, my God, like, this person won't be here forever. Yeah. Now I'm jaded AF. <laughs> <laughs> Get out! Um, but on the subject of Jude and his figuring out of his sexuality, which could take years and whatever, mm-hmm. um, I'm reading this amazing book right now called Persistence, and it's um, it's called Persistence: Colon Always Femme and Butch, and it's a essay collections by all these um, queer women just about what it means to be butch and femme and those labels. And there's over uh, like 50 or 75 like uh, contributors to these essays, and I read it. I was excited, but I also thought it would just be kind of like, oh, like repetitive. Mm-hmm. There's this many stories, and I'm three quarters of the way through, and I swear to God, no story is identical at all. Really? Yeah. yeah. So For there's sure. just not any one way to be gay. There's not any one way to be lesbian or trans or queer or anything. And I think that's what we need to remember with Jude. We don't know what he is yet. He doesn't know what he is yet, so we can't expect anything, and we can't have our feelings hurt when it doesn't mm-hmm. work out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Such and you know, I think in that also falls into the category of kids who have who may or may have not been molested when they were younger, and that's why they go through their different experiences or um, you know trauma. Like for him specifically, I think Connor was just the first person that really like loved him. Yeah. Oh, Regard- you're right. Besides a sister, Besides a non-family member, a non-family yeah. member, and you can't help but just want to like crush on that person. Like maybe it started as a crush, and then they went to something more. But then we saw Jude almost not be comfortable with the physical part of it. So how do you? That's where the confusion is. Like, but I want this person in my life. Do I want them physically in my life or platonically in my life? That's such a great point. And we mm-hmm. saw, or actually, we're told that Jude was trying on um, like women's clothing, right, in a foster mm-hmm. home. So he's been like questioning and trying to figure out his sexuality and how to express it in many ways mm-hmm. and going back to what you said Steph there's gotta be PTSD from these hard times going foster home to foster home like it's not an easy track mm-hmm. I think we've seen some amazing high points like the LGBTQ prom he went to <laughs> and like the visibility and, like representation there but it's just not as easy as I think a lot of TV shows portray it and so people or they have expectations mm-hmm. as you know he's out and here's the parade right Climb on board. Uh, exactly. Well, and it just doesn't happen that way. You're like, you're right. I love that you said, no one comes out of the closet. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> that was so I feel perfect. great. Ten years of therapy. To start now. Listen, the Foster's writing room writes complex characters. Oh, yeah. It is not like anything we've seen on television. Gay characters are written so awfully sometimes. Yes. It is like this caricature of what a gay person, what people think gay people should be. Mm-hmm. And in this case, we have seen, across the spectrum, we have seen trans, we have seen gay, we have seen bisexual, we, like, we have seen straight, we've seen everything, and it's yeah. important to note that not a lot of people are exposed to that, and we talk mm-hmm. about it all the time, but for them to really honor these people and create complex minds, it, it, it's great. Yeah. And for, for the series regulars, for us to have three queer characters on screen at the same time, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, that's amazing. Yeah. Usually, in fact, to have two lesbians that don't fit in, the, again, the femme or butch mold. They're mm-hmm. both equally femme and butch at different times. They're just fabulous. Yeah, so yeah. for the queer women to watch this and get to pick one character to relate to the more versus give, being told, this is your character, mm-hmm. I mean, this show is huge. That is. Yeah. And th- I feel like it's a show that doesn't create complex characters for the sake of entertainment, but for the sake of, like, enlightening their audience and, uh, I don't know, paying tribute to many different ideas of things. They do so well on the show of, like, expanding everybody's viewpoints on things, and and I trust them to take this character in whatever way and for yeah. it to, like... I, I don't know, educate people on what mm-hmm. possibilities are. I know a lot of people have seen The Fosters and have said, like, oh, that teen drama, that kid show. No. Uh-huh. And thank goodness for Netflix now, now that people can yeah. are, you know, fortunate enough to be able to binge watch. Uh, so many of my friends, 26 plus, mm-hmm. have are starting to watch really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. like, a, just full-on adults that love the show. And I'm like... I, I, Come on. Yeah. I'm not just watching yeah. stupid things over here. What do you see on Twitter, Jillian? So, Lizette Escobar. Hi, Lizette. It uh, was Lizette's birthday it yesterday. It was. It was. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. It was in my calendar. I woke up and I was like, Lizette's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lizette said, they break, they're breaking down boundaries. They bring everything to light. And I love it. Um, and actually, Lauren Rodriguez at Senna Fan Forever, she actually brought up a good point about Jude, which I forgot, which is that he hoarded food in season two. Oh, right. Um, distress oh, again. Survival distress signals. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, obviously he's been through quite a bit, and it's, 
I'm excited to see where he goes. Yeah. Um, also, which we didn't touch on, but we have to since we have Anna Grace here. Um, Leslie Rogers said, I loved Zoe's reaction when Matt started running towards Mariana. Like, where we see you in the background like, over his shoulder and you're just like, how did I death miss that? stare. Yeah. Like, I get that stuff's going down, yeah. but I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I was yeah. so happy because my, my, my whole thing was like, I hope she's looking. Is she looking? I was like looking for your face. Where is she? <laughs> I, thought, I actually thought that Matt and Mariana were going to kiss. I did too. Yeah. No, I didn't think so. I held but my breath for a second. Look, I didn't. I, know, I didn't expect Mariana to say that. No, I said no to. Did you not hear the part where she's telling Nick that she said no to Matt that they were saying goodbye to each other? What? Yeah. When he was, was circling like, you her. Don't, you don't, she's like, you don't know you, actually oh, what yeah, went yeah. down. Yeah. And I was like, well, what do you mean you're saying goodbye to yeah, him? Yeah, they, <laughs> they still have, like, immense feelings for each other. Yeah, yeah you know, but like, after platonic that. platonic or otherwise. Right. But I, that's why I loved a moment like this, because then they, they saw, like, what they wanted or where their heart was. Yeah. Like, Matt. Oh, Mariana's marching out of, that, uh, out of the school with Steph on her arm. And it's just like, don't, like, take cover. Like, walk steady. Like, we got this so mm-hmm. far. Um, I think that's one of the most affecting scenes of the show for me. And then, and then the Lena. soundtrack of Calling All Angels is playing. <sighs> and then there's some slow motion works in. Like, ah, oh, God. It, was it gave so me, like, little goosebumps on my ass. I know, I'm getting them now. I live for this, everyone. I live for it. I'm so <laughs> happy that this is back. I'm, too. I am too. So we have to talk about some predictions. Okay. Because as we saw, Nick Everyone is has in a chance at dying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Essentially. Um, but so I don't believe it. we tell me this. Did we see in the preview or in the final minutes of this episode that Nick is in the house? The final final, final yeah. minutes. Okay. Yes. But Which, we see it in the preview also that while they're having a family discussion that he's, he's like, up in the closet hearing oh, them talk smack. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I, and he's like, oh, so they think I'm crazy. I'm show you crazy. Yeah. Guys, Steph did a sweep. How did she miss this? Right. That's what I'm saying. He was he was in the cut somewhere. Or like, was, people are going to be mad when they find out he's in the house. Lena's not going to be happy. But, but, like, okay, so I was trying to piece together. So, obviously, he doesn't have his car. So, it's like, okay, so he either walked or he took the bus to their house. The house was locked all day. They were out of the house all day. Julian, How did he, he get in Ubered. the house? He Ubered. He Ubered. <laughs> Okay. Right. Um, I, you, I think there's like there's so many kids, so many left a back door open or a window. Yeah, they know something exactly. Uh, it's been also in the San house Diego. before. Yeah, it's like a nice neighborhood. They might not lock a door. Yeah. Yeah. No one locked their door. Yeah, especially where they live. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look like they do that. Chula Vista, Spring Valley, in locked the, your doors. In <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's where I grew up. That's where. I, <laughs> uh, Steph, always the San Diego perspective. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in the preview, we saw Nick calling to Mariana and saying, like, shh. Yeah. I think that nobody... I, we are all in agreement, I think, that no one can die. Oh, yeah. Right? This Nobody's is not Game die. of Thrones. Yeah. All Except s- for Nick. No, I. but I don't even think so. I feel like it's not the way they rock. And, and yet, we're coming at it from a post-Orlando, like, mind frame. They wrote this yeah. not having come, like, off the heels of, like, the largest mass shooting right. in the world. I, I don't know so if, like, could. they would do it. Right. I will say that, like, if uh, either way, like, I don't think we can, like, see Nick for a lot of the season if he just, like, he has to go to jail. He has to do something. There are major ramifications mm-hmm. from this. Absolutely. Juvie. Definitely. Well, Juvie, they were, but also just, like, he could be into institutionalized as yeah. well. Well, yeah, so um, a lot of Twitter was talking today about how he has, like, split personality because he kind of turns it off and on really quick. Yeah. and there's a lot of highs and lows and that's yeah. kind of like indicative of bipolarity mm-hmm. and we don't know you know 
we don't know. And obviously his dad showed no indication of uh, that there was ever anything wrong with him or he was put on medicine. And, and no indication of affection. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I... That's right. I wonder if a lot of the episode or the entire episode is going to take place in the house. Like, I don't... Oh, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. Like, how long is he going to hide out in the house before he's found? Oh yeah. Um, obviously, we see, like, Mariana taking a shower. She looks shocked. Callie's laying in the bed. She looks surprised. The attic and that, the, yeah, the goosebump thing. Yeah, in the attic. Thing. And it's... I, I don't know. Like, I mean... Oh, he lucky, lost it. Lucky yeah. for us, whoever's tuning in right now, we're going to have the <clears> actor that plays Nick on the on our episode next week so you guys can look forward to having That'll him in studio awesome. and we're definitely going to ask him a million questions yes. including whether or not he's team Bradley. Yes. <laughs> and all and you obviously know all he the has serious an stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know nick's yeah what are you saying i'm really hoping that they you that i mean obviously i'm thinking and hoping that they don't kill off his character but i'm hoping that they use this opportunity to maybe do a bipolar thing and give us the opportunity to learn about that character post all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, I would yeah. actually like that. Yeah, I think it'd be really great. Because you never see with shows when they do shootings and stuff like that, they always do kill off the kill, like, the person who brought in the gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would love to see what happens after if that character lives. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would be a really great thing for them to do. Yeah. Do you know if they change anything with Orlando being here? Like, any storyline or shooting or anything? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay, here's an easier question. Nick's dad mentioned doing the musical in the warehouse because I think there was like an extension of some sort. Mm-hmm. Will we be seeing more of that this season? I mean, the whole set's burnt down, B. Yeah. They she can like, do it in like... They, no, but they did it so flippantly in this episode. Callie was like, yeah, all the sets and everything. They I'm did. Really sorry. And he was like, David, I mean, Brandon was like, yeah, gosh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's so fast. It's like a screw. We'll, we'll always have the R and J memories. I know R and J memes. Yes. Were you the everything. nurse or the mom? The nurse. The nurse. Okay. Yes. I remember when you we hadn't heard your character sing before. So when like the nurse sang, I was like, yes. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so funny. I was like, oh. And Bradley oh, came that episode, oh, so okay. it was really it yeah. was good. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Awesome. Really good. So much fun. All right, Steph. Starting with you. What are your predictions? Slash, what are you looking most forward to this season? Um, okay, I my predictions are that I think Jesus is going to calm Nick down, or something's going to happen where he talks to him, or tackles him, or you know, figures okay. it out when he's in the house and he scares Mariana. Um, and then what I hope to see, oh, I don't know. Okay. I, I wish I could say Bradley, but. You know, I don't think I'm ready for that either. I think I need okay. them to have time apart. Okay, any maybe any uh, Papa Quinn? Nah, <laughs> she's across from Robert Quinn. What's the actor's name? Kerr, Kerr Russell. Smith. Kerr, Kerr Smith. Smith. Oh my God! If he Wait, comes back, Callie's dad. Oh, I saw him on something else, and I was like, that guy looks so. Oh, uh, I thought she was gonna say on set. I'm like, okay, not, I'm not, ready not to on see set. Him. Oh, okay, <laughs> huh? not on set. But I know who you're talking. Okay, about. Jillian, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I'm excited to see Justina go down. Um, I really love that actress. She is like the worst, but the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see how that whole thing plays out. Um, I don't Callie know if we're going to see. I saw on Twitter that Bradley retweeted the actress who plays her, and she said, "You might not see Justina like on screen, but you'll see me behind the screen." She was, I think, directing an episode. Oh, cool. So oh, I, I don't know cool. if that means like on the next couple episodes or like ever. 
Hmm. Interesting. Maybe they'll put a pause Jeez, on that. Come on, Hannah. Yeah. I don't know, but I think that that's like going to be a big part of Callie because that's her final project. She's been like working yeah. on this Fast and Found thing, and she is like the face of this. And obviously, we maybe they'll deal with internet bullying because that's also another huge thing that uh, oh, yeah, we'll that happens that. to everyone. Probably everyone here has been internet bullied before, and it's like you know we're on air personalities. Yeah. No way. Just, Everyone's just so block nice them. to us. Use yes. Yesterday, yesterday <laughs> someone told me to put uh, pigeon seeds in my hair because my head looked like a nest. And I was like, oh my god. Well, How it, dare. I love nests. <laughs> it was like a little bit funny. If we're not going to see Justina, okay. then I guess I'll be satisfied with seeing how Brandon and the Courtney situation plays out because I don't see her being around much longer. I have to cut you off there. I won't hear the word Courtney anymore. (gasps) Hannah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't ever want to see the person that spells her name wrong. Lord Voldemort. I think if you met her, you would love her. I love you, She's the cutest ever. She's the sweetest for those arms, though. She's got a rocking body. I was like, for real. We were standing up on the stage and they were doing like her coverage Mm -hmm. with Maya and I was like, Girl, those arms though. She's like, no, no, no. Like, do you do push ups? No, no, she was like, no. Do you I was like, do push ups? You don't even do push ups. <laughs> Just a Those arms. yoga arms. She has yoga, yoga then. arms. Hashtag fit mom. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Dang it, she's totally Hashtag break them up. Oh, okay, Jeff. Okay. They don't even have a ship name. People hate them that much. True. Actually, I don't know if people hate her. I just hate her. Rortney. Brandon. Hannah, any predictions Um, for the season? uh, I don't really have any predictions. I mean, aside from the stuff that we already talked about Mm -hmm. with Nick. Um, I want to see what they do with Taylor and Jude. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see when... um, uh, Callie has to bring up the topics with her and Brandon and like has to address them publicly what that does to their relationship and if they oh, choose to do it God. as like a front you know oh, what I mean like yeah. do it together um, Ooh, do you think they'll go public with it? I feel like they have to at this point ouch I mean Fossimon is a huge thing and that's what's Yikes. blowing up on her yeah. I, I don't think they have to come go public I feel like they she's do she's kind of honesty is the best policy person now exactly. you know she just wants to do the right thing not like if it threatens to. someone's adoption but she's also gonna, I feel like isn't that private though wouldn't you consider that it doesn't necessarily have to be said to help yeah. other people. But doesn't she like publicly have to deal with the Justine thing now since she publicly Well, I'm hoping that there's just like a her. lawsuit with Justina. I hope I hope that they just let us True. know in you know mm-hmm. somewhere in the background yeah. that something happened with her. It's not the end. But oh, do we still think eater. she'll get invited to the White House or not? Oh, I oh. forgot about that. I'm so waiting for the scandal crossover. Aww. What if she meets in its fits? Oh my god, and Olivia Pope is there. I don't even watch the show. That is my prediction. Really nice. <laughs> um, I just love this family. And historically, I've never gone in movies where there's a child in the lead role, be it like an Annie or mm-hmm. like an August Rush, or that movie was, the music one. Yeah, I just don't think that kids are as good of actors because they don't have the they training. They don't know what they're doing. And they I didn't know, know what I was doing. And it it's like just little... line readings. <laughs> and yet, we're talking about how amazingly complex these characters are, I think that the kid actors on this show are so good. Oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, I don't have any complaints at all. Yeah. I, I, I had not talked to Hayden very much, and then I was, like, standing by him, by him and I was like, hey, we're, like, kind of talking about something. And we got to this, like, discussion about, like, school. Oh, he's, he's our fifth the most host. intelligent. Yes. He's our fifth host. He's, like, actually he's 40. You just, he's, for real. Oh, he's, like, yeah. deceiving. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a veteran on AfterBuzz. Yeah. When he was here, so he, like, smart. leads a conversation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like, like bring up topics that we, like, don't think I about. I think he wants my yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> he's coming for you. We're not having him back this season. He is. No, no, no. He'll be back. 
He'll be back. <laughs> Episode seven, I think. Okay, um, so we fun. have to wrap it up. Um, Anna Grace, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Me. We're going to continue the conversation on Twitter. Where can people find you? The Real A.G. Barlow on Twitter and Instagram. The Real A.G. Barlow. I made it in seventh grade. I was copying Dippy Lovato. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, Thanks. kids these days have social media that. in seventh grade. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Steph, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgie on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie and I love Jesus. <laughs> so okay much. then yes. declare it yes. uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff and on Snapchat at Jilly Leff y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude and I tweet from Jeff Masters 1 we'll see you next week guys goodbye bye, bye. from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.